0: Welcome to Coffee with Ken, Coffee with your host Ken Baldy. Well, this is Coffee with Ken. I'm your host Ken Baldy. We're at is the Coffee Company out on Martin Way, Marvin Road, actually not Martin Way. And my guest today is Emmett O'Connell, who says that I know him, and I could swap up and down I didn't, but he's reminded me that hey, I have Emmett. Welcome. Thanks, Ken. Why? Am I, why do I have you on today?
1: Um. I, I think because we're <laughs> dueling bloggers. I, I think whenever, that's exactly whatever I write, you disagree with, and whatever actually, I have something we agree on. But
0: um, <laughs> whatever you write, I disagree with. Emmett is uh, one of the handful of bloggers in Thurston County that people actually uh, read his stuff and believe it. There's only about a handful of us around mm-hmm. that do that kind of stuff, and that people actually come on and pay you, attention. You mean Janine? And that's about it. Um, Somebody well said Glenn. Who? Glenn. Well, oh, Morgan, Glenn, Glenn Morgan. Well, I don't pay attention to what Glenn says. Oh, you should pay attention. I, I, I had Glenn, Glenn on the show. Yeah, I listen to yeah. It. I've, <laughs> I've listened to him. I listened. I went
1: back and I I, I, I went back and I listened to like a lot of them. Now. Yeah,
0: yeah. And somebody said Thad Cruz does a good one, but I've never never heard his. Which one was a good one? Thad Cruz. Oh, Thad Kurtz. Kurtz, um, Kurtz. Thank he you. maintains
1: only blog, but it's not. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Yeah, it's more. It's been slowing down. The other good one you should probably pay, the, um Steve Salmi just oh, yeah, relaunched yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Green Pages. Yeah, I've known Steve for a long time. Yeah. We, we worked together years ago on something. Hell, he may have even worked for me at one time, I can't remember. He works in commerce now. Yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot of people left when and worked for government. So yeah. tell me about your blog, what's it called? Olympia Time. Olympia Time. Yes. And what do you
1: write about? Uh, it used to be I would write pretty regularly about politics, and that was back about ten years ago or so. And then I sort of, I had an incident where, can't really sure. How, oh, what happened was I was making I made light of something. It was a, um, it was a funny was a funny photo, and this was before Facebook, or Facebook was really a big thing. A lot of, I had a lot of, brain, had a lot of network on Facebook. So I just posted it, and then it being being, ended up being used in a hit piece against a candidate. So I was like, I'm putting my hands up, I'm like, no, this is not what I'm here for. I'm out. So I sort of, uh, um, This is about the same time I, my then-wife and I were having started having kids. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, uh,
0: I've seen you picture your kids, good-looking kids. They take care <laughs> of their mom, don't they? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I'm ugly. Um, so it was sort of like... I just started pulled back on it. I wasn't writing about politics as much. I wasn't writing much at all. And so I started thinking about what I really did want to start writing about. And sort of, I said, well, politics is probably going to become a part of it, but only in sort of like a much larger view of things. And I wanted to start writing more about history. Okay. So, so that's where I, I mean, I write history for, um, for Thurston Talk. Yep. And I, have a, I usually write about once a month. Them, but then usually, if I have an idea I kind of want to flesh out, I do it on the blog. And I started writing a lot about Smith Troy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm
0: very familiar with Smith Troy. Are you really? Oh my god, who's Smith Troy?
1: Oh man, Smith Troy is one of my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smith Troy was the one that did it, stood the lawsuit against the state agencies to bring the state capital back to yeah, Olympia. but he did it only after he got he got beat in the,
1: in the general election, right. and it was almost like a revenge case. He, he sort of like yeah,
0: he was Thurston County prosecuting attorney for a long time, and, mm-hmm. then, he the, and the, then he was the, and then he yeah. was the, uh, the attorney general. Right? Yes. Yeah. He was. He was <laughs> Excuse he, me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was attorney. He was Thurston County prosecuting attorney in the thirties, and then became attorney general. He was appointed attorney general in 1940, and then almost immediately went off the war, but it was still attorney general. And then he, uh, mm-hmm. um, then he came back and served as attorney general. And then he lost in fifty, and then he signed, and then he then after that he filed uh, the Lemon versus Langley case, which brought right. current, uh, state government back.
0: Yeah. And and I uh, I uh, went to his ret- big retirement party that he had, and I wrote oh, right. uh, and I wrote an article and it said that Smith Troy was found guilty of having more friends in the room than to accommodate. Really? Isn't that great? That is and great. great
1: lead? <laughs> oh, no, it was funny because I actually was looking. I was, I was trying to find out where he had lived from time to time because he'd moved from. He yeah, had the small. They lived in a small rancher. On the east side of Capitol and South Capitol, and then they moved into the um, the Titus, the castle. They moved mm-hmm. into the Titus. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I kept on going through the old directories, finding out like just tracking across town. He moved to Lacey. He moved right. into the Diamond Head Apartments. Huh? I was like, yeah, you drive by Diamond Head now. And it's like
0: Well and when it was first built and in yeah 63, it was a, it was a you know state of the art. Right. Yeah. It doesn't look state of the art now. Well, I'm not going to say that. It's a great apartment complex and lazy. <laughs> well, we, can, we can talk history. I don't have a problem with doing that. Yeah. But what is it that we disagreed on? Um, but generally, just
1: how we approach local
0: politics, I think. I mean... Well, you know, I'm a Democrat. Or you're a last Democrat. No, I'm a Democrat. The I mean, party left me, but I'm a Democrat. <laughs> I'm still a guy that looks for the working poor and the, and the working stiff, the guy that's out there labor and the farmer, you know, the, the independent businessman, those are all used to be Democrat constituencies. And they're not anymore.
1: Yeah. I still think, I mean, I still think that's our democracy themselves.
0: You have another job don't you?
1: A real yes. job? Yes. I'm an information officer
0: at the Northwest Indian Fisheries Commission. Oh, all right. Yeah. And I get the newsletter every month. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I've done oh, that great. thing for 20 years. Yeah. I can't remember who was it was that had it before. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. I still get it. So I guess I pay more attention to it now that I know you're involved with it. Yeah, I've been doing the job for 15 years. <laughs> have you? Yeah. The article that, that we've been that we have been recently talking about is the election of two conservatives to the yes. Thurston County Commission. Mm-hmm. And you, tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, and state your position. Your argument is that they they won because the Democratic vote in the traditional Democratic precincts was lower than, than it had been in 2012, or t- then a tradition that the voting fell off. So you had, okay, so I mean, is that one of your, one of your arguments? Mm-hmm. Yes, I
1: saw, well, yes <laughs> and no. That's what I saw in 2014 when Bud Blake ran, that you right. had, uh, um, I think the overarching um, story of both Bud Blake's election, and then the two independents in yeah. uh, um, this year, was voter confusion that people were... Oh, like, I, don't, I don't
0: believe that. For oh, one, not, yeah. for, you know, not for one minute do I believe, it, but I know the Democratic Party does. I'm going to tell you why. The Democrat, the Thurston County Democrats, they meet at the Searston County Courthouse. They do, mm-hmm. right? Well, they put a little article in the recent newsletter that said that we're looking for a new location because we don't want to be in a facility that's run by Republicans. Yeah, I know, so silly, so stupid, but the point being that, that the party believe that people were confused that these people were weren't Republicans. And they're not Republicans, they're conservative. There's a big difference.
1: And I think that but I think the data bears it out. If you if you um, if, if you I mean I just said this in the last couple of days because so I want to make sure I had my story straight <laughs> before I came to see you. But what happened in 2014 was that you had you had a bunch of stuff. You had you had what I'll describe as 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 voter confusion. Um, but you also had what you, you were talking about, you had the Precincts with the largest number of drop-offs, like people who just did not out. Well, that's what out. you said, not me. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, when yeah. you were talking, when you were just, no. we, were, we were just <laughs> talking about yeah, you know, the largest number of drop-offs happened happened in the like urban Waterloo districts, so what, what I would consider to be like the core liberal districts, like up around Inlet, like, like in the W, up around Inlet. you know. Now, I don't and, and, think that's yeah. not. Capital A and 4th. And, and yeah, Capital and A and 4th, East Bay <laughs> Drive, West Bay Drive, like the places huh. you can see by then, those were the precincts that had the largest drop off, which is in, usually you don't see, you don't normally Until about 2014. Yes, this yeah, lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but that didn't repeat this year. You actually saw sort of like a, um, voter drop off was sort of even. There were some places more than others, but there wasn't really the
0: pattern that you saw in 2014. I'm going to come back and ask you more about that in a second. Sure. But. But what I want to talk about is why Karen Venezuela lost. Because she was arrogant. And people take a lot of things about their politicians. Arrogance is not one that they will tolerate very well. And that's part of the problem with Donald Trump But, you know, arrogant. And, you know, public be damned when they're not going to have a gravel pit. You know, you're not going to do this, you're not going to do that. And she lost. And the $12 million lawsuit that the county lost was significant. And it echoes what happened two years later. But with, with, I think both Sandra and, and uh, Cassie would have lost if they hadn't been for reelection. And we won't ever now. No, we won't. Yeah. No, no. But that's part of the Trump phenomenon as, as well. People who didn't, haven't traditionally voted voted, and I think those I think those there's some kind of
1: I think what you were
0: talking about
1: because um, you were talking about a South County and a hot, more energetic. Because they had skin in the game. And I did see that. I mean, I did, when I went back, I did see a higher, I compared 2016, I'm not, I should have reviewed this, I compared that's right. 2016. You don't to, have to be specific, Right. Know. Well, I mean, I like to be, I mean, I like to be as, big, as specific as I can. Yeah, I don't I'm getting away a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised by a statistician. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you poor thing, yeah. you. <laughs> oh, no, I know, I have a BA in liberal arts, I have like literally no um, math background, but... When, like, dinners and conversations over dinner, you were either right and you could prove it, or you had a good story <laughs> and you were a liar. Okay, so, uh, um, so, yeah, you were talking about, you were talking about, and more people, it wasn't just you, were saying that it, that they saw more energy, what I heard from you guys was you saw more energy. In the you soundtrack. guys? Well, what I heard from you and other folks that were making a okay. point, I, mean, I didn't personally know everybody that was making comments, huh.
0: so... I thought you meant you guys are like conservatives or Republicans. I assume they were all conservatives. There <laughs> were people,
1: it was, there was, you made a comment on my Facebook page, and then a couple other people
0: echoed it. You know, right? I'm going to talk about that, too. It's hard to get on your damn Facebook page to make comments. Is it? Yeah. I'll oh, well, just go back to that later. Okay. So the, uh, um. Don't let me forget to bring that up at the okay. end. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't know why
0: that Oh, anyway. Um, so
1: the, uh, um, so I wanted to find out if that was true. Because I was like, if that's true, that's something I want to know. So I compared 2016 per precinct voter turnout to uh, um, to previous elections, like what I consider more PAT elections, Democrat versus Republican um, elections. Like last time Kathy ran, last time um, Sandra ran, and the, I think the two times before that. So I had like six years before, and then trying to compare because like, to prove like what you're saying, skin in the game. And it, yeah, it turned out there was higher. I mean, you saw more voter turnout in the rural South County than you saw than you saw in previous county commission elections.
0: And I think it held true nationwide. I think there's a, I think I think there's part of the trend there. Now, these people weren't going to the polls to vote for Donald Trump, or they weren't going to the polls to vote for for Gary Edwards. They were just going to the polls because they were upset and pissed off. Right,
1: and that's what they are talking. There was a there was a statistical model I forget out of where, um, but the like the eight markers of an election, like is the economy doing well, like who's been president for the last for the last uh, two cycles, and all these things. And if you get five out of eight in any direction, it becomes sort of a standard. This is a Republican election. So the guy had had a um, he had predicted in October, which is usually late for him, that Trump would win the election. He was the only person sort of like waving his hands because the things that are adding up, the thing the things that really matter, like how people feel, you know, is the economy doing well, those sort of things, was saying this is a this is a switch election, this is a Republican election, this is where the Republicans are going to win. Oh in Switch County's kind of case conservatives. Yes. Well yeah. So yeah. So can I make I want to make the point about uh, um, make my grand point about where I yeah. thought where I thought the tide turned and I think it is like, on how people view themselves in terms of how they make choices as voters. <coughs> Washington has a high potent, high percentage, has always had a, historically had a high percentage of independents. They've always been one of the top two.
0: Like if you consider parties, do you consider yourself a Republican? Well, Democrat, because we don't American. have to register by parties to vote, we it, it makes it more in, and I also think are
1: particularly indicative publicity. of it and, and, and we've always had weak parties. We've always had a um, we've always had parties that with low participation. Even if you go back to the 1930s, precinct committee officer um, positions often go unfilled, and that's because parties are institutionally strong but publicly weak. They don't they have strong activity inside their membership. But they don't get out much. This isn't like Tammany Hall, we're talking about. In the right. State. We have a very young political culture. It only dates back to the
0: 1890s. And the parties have never been that. Well, you got to remember in the 1890s, what was, what was going on? In the populist movement,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, uh, particularly on the West Coast. Yeah. And then you had the Grangers and so yep. on and so forth that were, you know. You have, independent. A, history, you have a history of. Uh, and our, our state constitution is a populist constitution. Yeah, That's why we yeah. have 1,100 elected officials yeah. some some number like that yeah and yeah. you have you have a history of they mistrusted government
1: mm-hmm. and the parties never were really able to get a foothold to- to- so you have people who when you ask them are you a Democrat are you Republican they say I'm an independent yeah. and it, and it doesn't have any bearing on where they stand politically
0: right. they just don't want to be a member of a party That's right. right but so we got a lot of people moved here moved here in the last you know couple of decades who are used to having parties political
1: parties. Yeah, but people tend to I mean, especially if people choose to stay here, they tend to adapt to the way things are here. They tend to start And they like, like it. it. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part they, they
0: like our political system.
1: Yeah. You know, the and top two primary Yeah, they learn to love it. It's like how people complain about the Seattle the Seattle chill until they live here a few years and then realize, you know, having relaxed people is probably a good thing. So you have a hard percentage of people who are independent anyway. And if yes. you look at and if you look at I have this one this one report I like to go back that tracks it over time, the number of independents in Washington state has been going, is now the leading percentage, it's like about 34%, and Republicans and Democrats are below that, and it's, it's been on an upward tick since the middle of the Bush administration. Just people, people in Washington state are, don't identify by the most people, the largest group are independents, essentially. So you have that laying out there. You have a typically partisan election, you have a typical typical election that if you choose between a Republican and a Democrat, people choose the Democrat in Thurston County. Yes, you do. You okay? So now this is going to be hard to do on a podcast.
0: Hey, thanks uh, in. Uh, before, we're going to continue on here now with uh, with uh, Emma O'Connell, a statistician. That's going to be boring as all Our hell. Statistician. It's going to be boring as all hell. But if you let's stay with us this far, you obviously like what we're having to talk about. Go ahead, Emma.
1: Yes, sorry. So you take every precinct in Thurston County and rank them by it, to most conservative to the most liberal. So Zanker Valley down by Bacota here up on the on my right, your left, and then College precinct down here on the left, and you chart them partisan wise Every meeting, yeah, we uh, I mean, yeah, got college. I don't forget. Well, yeah, the college, yeah, college precincts up by every All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you say, you know, this is the Republican vote here. This is the Republican vote here, and then draw like a line connecting the two. The independent vote tracks the same direction. It doesn't go crosswise. It goes. It tracks with the Republican it's one. So the core vote oh, or independent. Independence. You say track as Republican. Mm-hmm, tracks All right. All right. tracks Republicans All right. All right. All right. from top to bottom, from left okay. to right. Um, and obviously, because they won this time, the independents won this time. It's above. So no matter what, pre- and it's it's a consistent distance from the Republican one, so no matter what precinct you're talking about, on average, I mean, it goes up and down, but it sort of stay, it stays on the same track, no matter what precinct you're talking about, there were seven, around 7% of the voters, on average, who would have voted for a Democrat, voted for an Independent. And that shows me that people looked at their ballot and saw... Um, Hillary Franz, and said, okay, I want to vote for Seattle Liberal for Lands Commissioner, and then flipped over to County Commissioner and said, I want to vote for a rural conservative for County Commission.
0: So, and if you take... Yeah, I, I, have, I hear what you're saying. But you've rejected my argument that Trump had coattails, and you've rejected my argument that uh, it was the uh, under vote by the Democrats. What caused uh, Gary Edwards and John Hutchins to become county commissioners? There were enough
1: voters in Olympia, Tomater, and Lacey that
0: wanted to change.
1: Voted for a Democrat in a partisan race, and I wasn't counting the presidential race or the, or the um, presidential race for the. Uh, um, for the gubernatorial race, where there's a lot of there's a lot of information, so I'm thinking like just default, down ballot. I'm voting for lieutenant governor. Who am I going to vote for? The Republican or the Democrat?
0: Well, there two Democrats running for lieutenant governor. No, no. even Frazier. Oh, that's right. Fisher. No, yeah. Excuse me. I'm sorry. In you're August right. there were. You're
1: right. Yeah. So, or like lands commissioner. That's an even better example. You have a rural. You have a rural conservative running a lands commissioner race. And a Seattle liberal, so people who made that choice and then went over to the and then went over to the um, to the county commission race like, do I want to vote for a Democrat or do I want to vote for an
0: independent? You think people
1: actually say, oh, okay, vote for a liberal here, I should vote for a conservative? You think people do that? No, I don't think they. I don't think that they. Uh, I don't think that they consciously voted for a liberal. I think they voted for an independent. The the.
0: The Liberal Democrat in Seattle was an Indian... was a... No, I'm saying the people voted for... Oh, the I see. They voting. voted for a Democrat here, and they think they voted for, for an, an independent, independent there. Yeah. Not, uh, not... 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 Boy, you know, doesn't that... doesn't that sound a little naive in the part of the voter? Are you trying to say... Do you think that there was a some... First of all, I don't believe that Gary or John have been in law enforcement all their lives, mm-hmm. even though Gary ran as a Republican, because he, he hadn't been in a den at that time, a Republicans.
1: He didn't have to run as Republican. He
0: could have run as independent. Not not, not elected uh, but twenty years ago when he was running. Legally or like politically. No, politically. He couldn't have gotten elected as a, as an independent. Now Snoutz got elected as an independent. Yeah. You know. And and but Blake got elected as an independent and the other two got elected as an independent. Are they all Republicans? I think they're all conservatives. Well sure, but that's not the same thing as as written on the Republican Party ticket. You got you have a lot of liberals that don't run as a Democrat, Well, they do because they so, they, get, they get elected. So no, you, so there are.
1: So, what's the difference between running as a being a Republican and being a conservative?
0: Because you don't necessarily subscribe to the Republican Party platform. You may not be you may not be against abortion. You may not be be you know in favor of religion. I mean, all those things. That's Republican conservatives are a lot different than that. So okay, they're, they're, so, they're more broad.
1: So you have. Rob McKenna, who ran for governor uh, uh-huh. ran for governor four years ago, yeah. was pro choice.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I mean, made, it, made that uh-huh. point uh-huh. several times late in the campaign. Right. I believe in the women's right to choose. Right. If but but if he was independent, it, he might have won. But if you look at the, uh, but I'm, I'm just making the point that just because you're a Republican doesn't mean you necessarily totally yes. on the platform.
0: Particularly in Washington state. Right. Well, you better not be. You better not be conservative on that abortion issue if you want to get elected in this in this state. Oh no, yeah. I mean, there's no way that's going to happen. So people are smart. Yeah, they're going to run for office. They're going to take this, you know, make their platform. So what do you th- okay? Take this as a um, as a um, theoret- uh, as uh, a theoretical.
1: You're probably bored here by now, but we're <laughs> gonna, we're going to keep going. If you because no, this is fun. If there were um, so port commission races, right? Uh huh. Those are county wide, and there's no party. Right. And. If you took um, instead of instead of taking instead of taking a Democrat independent, if you had taken two independents and thrown them in a county commission race, the way you basically take two non-labeled uh, non-labeled candidates in a port commission race and threw them together, how do you think things would have? I mean, still, so, I mean, still, granted, we're still in a very low information. You mean if Brace. if we had
0: two independents running for each each county commission Yeah, how do you think things would have shaped? Depending down? on who the other candidate was. Yeah, same candidates. You had a typical you had typical Oh you mean if Kelsey had run as an independent and then Cooper Ren as an independent? Maybe? Yeah. Well, I guess you I guess you would look back at their at their their campaign. Kelsey right. supported, you know, right down the line whatever whatever Sandor had been doing before. And Jim Cooper's had his own problems, including favoring an income tax in downtown Olympia. I mean, they didn't stand a chance. Okay. They were out of the Main Street. Now, let me give you an example about the of commission race. EJ Zeta, right? Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. I voted for Zita, Right. Because she told me she was going to close the marine terminal. My viewpoint is it's a money loser. It's being supported by taxpayers. Let's close the damn thing down and get them out of the tax and stop stop the property tax for the Port of Olympia. That's what I voted for. I didn't care damn about her environmental record. I wanted her to close down the marine terminal. So did, did you vote for Sue Gunn, too? Yes, I did vote for Sue Gunn. Because okay. yeah, those, are fast, I, those uh, are fast. And I voted for Sue Gunn because I like Sue Gunn. <laughs> I mean, I just liked her a lot. Now, I like Zita well enough, but, right. but I voted for her because she told me she was going to close down the marine terminal and she better close and return them down. If she gets another vote, if might, yeah. if, if I want, if she wants my vote again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so they, well, she's one vote now, and she can hardly shut it down herself. Well, um, yeah.
0: So those races were
1: interesting to me because they showed a different dynamic in Thurston County that I'd, that I'd seen before. Because, I mean, you know how it usually plays out. You know, you get this big wad of Democratic votes, tightly packed Democratic votes in North County, and then you have this swath of Republican votes in South County, and, then and
0: don't forget Lacey. Lacey well, is yeah, Martin part of it, right.
1: Yeah, and then you have, a um, well, not up around Pacific. Pacific Avenue is pretty liberal.
0: Pacific, Pacific is, Avenue. Pacific Avenue. Pacific Avenue
1: and Martin Moyer in, Lace, in Olympia. Out to college. But I'm talking about Pacific Avenue down by Slater-Kenny and up by uh, Fred Meyer and those areas. That's Those are really,
0: those are as liberal as a lot of places in Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that on the Olympian's color map that they had the other day. Yeah, when yeah, they put that out, and, right. and, it, and it kind of surprised me. But, 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 bending, that's not that's not Lacey anymore. That's not Lacey. I mean, well, I mean, it is technically it is. Lacy. Yeah, legally,
1: I mean, but you're talking Te- culturally lazy? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. changing. Yeah. So yeah, usually the fight is like over like Southeast Olympia and Lacey. it's yeah. so, like how far can the Republicans reach in, and how far can the
0: Democrats grow out. But now, right? but now, with all the military, military families living out in the Lacey now, become more conservative. Yes.
1: Yeah, but, Obama hardly lost anyone. Well, You
0: were starting to talk about the Sue right. gun right. race right. Oh, yeah, and the yeah, Park Commission yeah. races, so, being off
1: track. No, no worries, it got me off track, too. <laughs> but, the, uh, um, but what happened there is that you had Sue Gun and EJ Zito winning a, a tightly packed piece of the urban of the of the urban cities like that big W we were right, talking about, right. and then losing like all the unwalkable neighborhoods around
0: unwalkable like, neighborhoods. Well, okay, maybe, well I mean that's good. That, that gives me an idea. That's I, well, haven't, heard that, I haven't heard that term before in, in relationship to politics. But, right, well, I, understand, I understand have, what you're talking about. Breed yeah, house. You left the house. You
1: left the house. Want to go do something? You have to hop in the car to do it. Those neighborhoods.
0: Unwalkable neighborhood.
1: Yeah. All right. So loo- <laughs> like losing all of those. <laughs> <laughs> and then winning the world, then winning the winning the uh, um, winning everything else that was left out in the south. So winning both the most liberal and the most conservative parts of the county. That blew my mind when I saw Sue.
0: And Sue Gunn did it like it was clear as day. Well, Sue Gunn was a very likeable person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she was friendly. She was uh, you know knowledgeable, intelligent. She knew what she was talking about. She was somebody that you wanted to vote for. I can't remember who, who ran against her. Um, um, but the point being I voted for Sue Gun because I just like the person. You're a very highly informed voter. I mean not all the voters well, can get out and actually meet people. Well that's, that's true. They don't get to meet people over the yeah. microphone. I mean right. uh,
1: so they have to so they have to get out and I mean they have to when there's no party name attached to it, they have to attach something to why they're voting for this person. And then well, Sue Gun and EJZ are rural voters and Extremely urban voters in okay. Thurston
0: County found something in common. I don't know if you if you believe this or not, but we have a lot of ignorant voters. Do you think there was a lot of information? Oh, about the uh,
1: county commissioners. Just let me finish. Here. Yeah, <laughs> we
0: have a lot of people who don't know the candidate. Right. Generally, yes. Particularly port commissioners. Right. I, so, I would... so where do they get their information? So they go to the voters, they go to the voters guy. well, that's a bunch of crap. They do there, but that information isn't any better than a campaign brochure because it's written by the candidates themselves and so on. But where they get their information is from people who do know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, people call and ask, you know, hey, you know, what about this, what about that? I get dozens, dozens of calls from people saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm voting for this, I'm voting for that, but I don't know anything about this. You know, what do you know about that? And so, my point is, there are, what I call, uh, kid, well, mavens, you're talking about information. Well, mavens, is, that's yeah. the that's term. I always just use them as key communicators, in the, I sure. call them key communicators. Mavens, sure. They, they could be a, a barber or a beautician or, you know, a cab driver or whatever, but people that talk to people on a daily basis, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And these are the people that people look for for information. I, may, I, I know that's the term that came out in the book here a few years back, but but I call them key communicators. And you're one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of those people. Yeah. And and um, we're sorry, state for for people both thinking that, we're the, <laughs> that we know what we're doing. Come on, well, we have our own biases in these things.
1: Well, absolutely, but that's what people. I mean, people understand; they inherently know. Who you are and what your bias is, and I mean, when I give people when I give people advice on voting, I sort of think about where they're coming from and where they honestly want to express. I'm not going to try to trick them into trick them into voting. I don't want to try to trick them into voting
0: um, the, the, my way. The, the best piece of campaign literature I get every year is that this who endorses. Yes, so I could go down there and say, oh, this this guy's really this is liberal. Oh, she's really liberal. No, oh, he's older liberal. Well, because yeah. you know,
1: because you know... I, I know
0: the... Yeah. I, I don't know all the names, but I know, you know... Six, do you uh, do, I, you do six the six same days. thing
1: driving around, driving around town, you know, where certain people live and you see, um, you see uh, signs out, out front? Like, oh, that person has that sign?
0: No, I no, no, I don't, I don't go quite as far as, as far as you go. I right. suspect you probably do that. I do do that. Of course <laughs> I do. <laughs>
1: Drive down Capital Way, oh, I guess that person is pretty what good.
0: Was it, what was it we were going to talk about? I said we'd come back to that later. Um, well, all right, I'm going, talk, I'm going to talk about something that, that I've been trying to pull together for a long time, and yes. that's to get us bloggers in, in Thurston County to organize. You need to call a meeting. We well, talked about it. I spent uh, several hours with Janine uh, Friday. I took her on my historical tour yeah. of Thurston County, and uh, we talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I told her I was meeting with you today, you know, and I think the three of us could form a nucleus on that. A what? The nucleus of a oh, group. Oh, nucleus, okay. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think you and I and Janine said at the time we can all get together. Okay. For specifically for the purpose of talking about whether we want to have some kind of association of bloggers, mm-hmm. and if we do, what's the purpose, you know, yeah. and how do we go about it. Okay. Uh, we talked generally about uh, protection getting uh, getting reporter protection which, yeah. which we don't have No, we don't you know uh, so mm-hmm. so we saw you know that would that would require some change in state law and stuff but we could get started that's one of the things that that her and I both thought that we really need to talk about is how we can how we get recognition as being reporters yes you know, and get some of that protection that they have mm-hmm. which isn't that much but
1: so, no, it's not. But it's an acknowledgement that it's a it's an important.
0: And then we need to get acknowledgement from the government that we're. Well, there would be acknowledgement. Protection I mean, literally. Well, important. yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about also at the same time. So you need to get like, like a card, ID card, you know, be able to, to go to the different events and stuff as a reporter, as opposed to. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Because mo- mo- mostly you do a lot of research, but mostly. I just write opinion. Yes, I don't. I don't do much reporting anymore. It's mostly just opinion, which happens when you get to be seventy-four years old and you've been doing it for forty-five years. You get tired of Uh-oh. reporting, right? Well, you've researched everything so many times. You just know the facts. Well, you know the facts that you perceive them to be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and and I also thought that we could talk about maybe some kind of educational program that we could exchange information. Get somebody in to talk about. Uh, talked about PDC stuff. If we, you know, where do we cross the line from being a, you know, to advocating for a particular position and that kind of stuff? Are we in? Are we in trouble? You know, we don't have those. We don't have those rights.
1: No. Well, when, and, something, and we I, do, you know? something I would like to see happen is that there are a lot of us out there. There are more than a handful of us out there, sort of like doing our thing, sort of separate away from each other. But because the because we're so locally focused, I think that if we work together on projects that we would be able to raise our individual profiles, but also raise the profile,
0: raise the profile of the discussion of local politics itself. And maybe if we got an association and had some kind of, a, of accreditation, yeah. we would say, you know, these are accredited bloggers. Yeah. and you should pay attention to them. Right. Fine, we're gonna do that. Okay. Right? Yes. Well, I'm around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Line, so what yeah. You mean? Uh I'm not done yet. Okay. I mean I mean, I'm I'm happy to talk politics. Okay. Uh, are we are we pushing up against the timeline? Oh yeah, but that's all right. Okay. You no. Know, we've been almost twenty five minutes now, so Okay. Got another five minutes. I have a question then. You go right ahead. Look okay. at You can, you can so, ask me any questions you want.
1: So Lacey's fifty years old now? Yes. Okay. Um The city of Lacey. The city of Lacey is fifty years old. Yeah. You rested yourselves away from the cruel crutches of
0: Olympia. We have. It took us a long time. It did. Five elections. Good job, guys. Five different elections. I know. Yeah. Uh,
1: Um, What do you consider to be the story of of Lacey the last fifty years? Like, if it was a narrative, like if you were.
0: Well, you haven't heard. You haven't heard my
1: presentation. No, I have, obviously, but I wanted. I wanted sort of. I mean Olympia, like post Lemon versus Langley, capital city, a lot of uh, a lot of state government workers, sleepy town with a with a hippie college. That's sort of what Olympia is generally. So what's La- What's how how is Lacey
0: unique compared to like Covington or Lakewood? I'm sorry, when you talk anything north of this Columbia River, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly don't care what happens north of Nisqually River, all right? I'm focused here. So one, are those towns in... in... Lakewood's and in Pierce
1: County. Uh, where's Covington? Covington's like a Lacey-esque city between Kenton. Uh, well,
0: then you then you already know what Lacey is, in. can you just say it's a lacey No, I want to
1: hear it from you, though. I want to hear you tell the story, because I don't, I don't think about Lacey all that much. I mean, I think about, like, working in Lacey and...
0: I think about it as sort of like a. Well, you should because it's going to be the largest city in the county in the, in the okay. next ten years. Is that the? Is that the just bigger? Huh? Is that the story? Please? No, that's not just bigger. It has, a, it has a different political bent. Okay. Because it doesn't have a liberal college. In town, because it doesn't have a state capital, mm-hmm. it doesn't have it doesn't have that political bent. These people out here, the, the, the original founders, were mm-hmm. or entrepreneurs. They were businessmen, mm-hmm. uh, for the, found the city, not, mm-hmm. not lazy. And so there was a big difference between them and Olympia. Now, in the last two decades, since the War on Terror had started, and, and the built up of the military and so on, uh, I, I'm going to back up. You, you realize that Thurston County was off limits to the military since, since 1944. Really? Yeah, see, if you took my historical tour, you'd know that. But back in nineteen forty-four, at the, uh, the Olympia Airport, the, the Army Air Force was there. It mm-hmm. was a training facility, and they yeah, were the also pilots. and they were and they were also doing uh, flights over the Pacific Ocean to look for Japanese submarines. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there was a tavern right across the street called the Airport Inn. And one night, a bunch of the military guys and a bunch of the local boys got in a big fight. A lot of lot of injuries and damage and stuff done. The commanding general at Fort Lewis put Thurston County off limits to to military and they're on active duty. Oh, so that's how they were able to so, it. so all that time, from 45 and up until up until almost the Vietnam War, okay. uh, Thurston County was off limits to the military. It never became a town like Lakewood and still and, and Tacoma and Bottom's corners and all those things. Even mm-hmm. though it's only six miles away. Right. Right? It never became a military town. But what was happening was a lot of the retired military Started moving into Lacey because it was close to the military, but it wasn't a military town. Right. And then it started off with, with off of retired officers, and then retired retired major um, sergeant sergeants, major sergeants, sergeant major, so majors. Sergeant majors. Yeah, that's not what I wanted to say, but but no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, even during Vietnam, there was there was there weren't that many military people coming. There was nothing for soldiers to do. Right. I mean, there were there were, there were a few. Uh, um, massage parlors and stuff like that, but there wasn't, it, it, it just wasn't conducive to the military, okay? mm-hmm. But then we had the war in terror, and it started in, you know, after, after... Uh, uh, so no,
1: September 12th. I remember Le- driving past Fort Lewis that morning, because I was commuting up to Kitsap County, and like the day before, it was like, it was like a normal, it was like a normal day, and then I tried to drive back, and it was like traffic. It was like immediately changed.
0: but. Military, found Lacey. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the people have, uh, at for don't live on base anymore; they live off base, and they move here. To, they move here to Lacey for a couple of reasons. It's still not a traditional military town. You yeah. know, most of the people move here are families. You know, they they move. They have wives and kids, or they have husbands and kids, and and they and they move to Lacey because it's a good community that's mm-hmm. supportive of military, that has a good school system, good city government, and all those kind of things. It's a good place for people in the military to live. And they're supportive of the military. You know, we have the, the, the military statue on out of, out of the House Prairie. Yeah. Yeah, right down yeah. the road here, here. Right down the road here. You know, have yeah. military support day every year that, that, that the chamber puts on. Yeah, that's close enough. But the point being that they're supportive of the military. Okay. In the meantime, you've got down in Olympia, you've got your group of anarchists and your greeners protesting military shipments out of the port of Olympia. And so my point being that Lacey is a different town than Olympia. It's so that's that. That
1: was the question I wanted to ask you. Then is the uh, um, it's not just, just the Olympia.
0: military, although that's a significant part right now.
1: No, that's a good example. I mean, is I mean, because Lacey have because Lacey literally, I mean, almost literally, because of the way the elections rolled, was not they just didn't want to be Olympia. They didn't want Olympia to reach out in that's their right. direction. Is
0: I mean is initially the, it was that uh, li- city. Of Olympia was annexing property. Yeah. And they came up against the Lacey Fire Department, Lacey mm-hmm. Fire District, and they annexed part of the uh, the Lacey Fire District in the city of Olympia. Yeah, the way and so the fire, works. the fire, the fire When job. the firefighters, you know, which were all volunteer, and most of them were Lacey businessmen, mm-hmm. said, well, know, anyway, we can't have Olympia annexing any more of our property. And, exactly. And that was what started the thing, and then the business community got involved with it and so on. But... The point, the, the difference between the two cities has just grown and grown and grown. Lacey is no longer a bedroom community of Olympia. No. It's no longer. In fact, it's probably more of a bedroom community up north because we get a lot of people that not only commute to Fort Lewis, but also gone up to, to Kent, and I've, those, I assume those are cities in... Yeah, King you know, County, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's what I was trying to ask,
1: ask you is that it's a, um, that the, because it happened the way it did and because the, what you're describing is that if you chose to, it's like sort of like a, uh, a counterbalance to Olympia. Olympia is the way it is, and then Lacey will be different. If yes. Olympia, if Olympia got like a baseball team, I mean, we'll never get a baseball no,
0: team. No, but Lacey, Lacey might. Lacey would get a soccer. Lacey, Lacey might. A hockey team. In fact, we're, we're looking at building a, a, a semi-pro stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, we're at the rack across the street i uh, yeah. on the twenty-six acres at the city. I'm on the park board so Yeah, I know. I went, I mean, Lacey would, Lacey actually
1: would probably do a really good job supporting like a college bat League team, like
0: in the West Coast, in the West Coast League. Something like yeah. that. But we're looking at building a, a, a you know, semi-pro street. Yeah, they're really close with the ones across the street. I mean, see, Isn't that great? You yeah. Know how, you, know, you know how we got that? Uh, yeah, we're, I remember that still Olympia's money. Olympia couldn't figure out what to do with We stole Olympia's yeah. money. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should build it inside the city next time. We <laughs> I mean, actually, the county actually, you know. Yeah, no, I, remember, I remember that because Olympia was trying to build the convention center. No. Some people wanted to build a convention center, but the powers oh. that be, them didn't necessarily want to build a convention center. First of all, they didn't know whether they really wanted one. Right. They didn't know where all the money was going to come from because they didn't want to put more money out because there's a match on that thing. Mm-hmm. And... They couldn't agree where to put it. Right. Well, and, I remember that election. And so, so, that was when so, Dave
1: Kent ran for city council, and yeah. he lost because he was uh, on I remember. Uh, no, I remember uh, phone banking for people during that election, and the only thing people wanted to know about was where
0: the candidates stood on the convention center. So Blaine Martin, who's the finance director of the city of Lacey, went to city manager Greg Cuyer and says, "You know, I think we can steal this money away. They need us. Yeah, as part of the uh, part of the district, they got no plan." So Lacey said, we're going to build a sports complex. Yeah. And the county agreed, and the county supported yeah, it. And, so and yeah. then the compromises reached where we only got 73 percent of the money, said the whole thing, but... And they built that stupid Hands-On Children's Museum as a, as a uh, tourist attraction. Now, that Hands-On Children's Museum is a beautiful facility, and a lot of people use it, mm-hmm. but it is not a tourist attraction. There are 27 Hands-On Children's Museums in Washington and State. It is not a tourist attraction. Now people may come here to see the state capitol and go down and use that because it's here. They mm-hmm. don't come here because they're the Hands-On Children's Museum. So, so the, the use of public facilities district money to bring people in from outside is completely an error for the Hands-On Children's Museum. Now that's my high horse. What's yours? <laughs> come on, Emma. you must have one somewhere out there. Uh...
1: Attending my last library board meeting tonight as a trustee of the Timberland Regional Library.
0: That's also something else that I think is a big, big farce, But yeah, because it's taking money from the urban areas and putting it out in the rural areas. Well, number one, because uh, nobody really knows who, who's in charge and who's in control. Uh, Cheryl Haywood's in charge. And who's, who the hell is Cheryl Haywood? She was the library director. She's the library director. Oh no, no, she's not in charge of the library. What, 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 is it, what does the library board do? The library board
1: acts like. Don't you hire and fire? We hire and fire the uh, library director. And the mm-hmm. library director acts like a um, great cuyo. Right. City city She's essentially yeah. the, uh, the executive, like the mayor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. appointed by yeah. us, the board, who acts like. And you have what? You have two so, representatives
0: from each, from each
1: of the five counties? Two from Thurston, two from Lewis, one from each
0: other, every other one. And then uh, I, I, in Thurston County, <laughs> the bulk of it, 80%, 80, 80% of it?
1: Is, Thurston County's half the population, and if things were, it's, you and, need one from each county? And we have, and, yes, yeah, and, and we and have,
0: each, we get two representatives on the board, and we're 80% of the population? 50% of the population. Oh, 80% of the, of the transactions, probably. 50% of the, of the population. Oh, I'll come that's on, right. that's all we got, it used to be 80. 80. Yeah, where you get 80 from? I don't know. Sometime, long time ago.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, the, yeah, the point the yeah. point yeah. is. Well, and the point and the point is that Thurston County's growing. Other yeah, counties aren't growing. Thurston is that, County's becoming property and Thurston County is becoming more valuable. And property and, and, and maybe it's
0: time for for Olympia, Lathe, and to withdraw. That would be hard. You need to destroy the entire district. Well, what yeah. the hell? Does that, what difference does that make? Yeah, that's a lot
1: of money to to It, it would be. <laughs> uh, it would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was if it was a ju- if it was a more just world, both at large uh, seats would be
0: would be in third would be Thurston County. Well, don't you think that they, that they, they would rather do that than have Thurston County withdrawal? Probably. You'd have to talk to Lewis County about it
1: though.
0: I'm sure they like having two. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. have two. But well, so what else? So you're resigning for, uh, you resigning your you term is <laughs> yeah, that on, on the library board? Yeah. Where do you work?
1: Where do I work? The Northwest Indian Fisheries Commission. Well, that's what you just yeah yeah just down the road for
0: some reason i always like to work for the library no no no, no. but you just, uh, just yeah. on the board uh, board it. okay yeah. Yeah. yeah so what's ahead in the future for for uh, politics at Thurston county um be a, be a seer here
1: a seer yeah. i'm
0: i'm curious to see
1: if the next time around for the county commission races if somebody if they just don't run the next
0: In two years, Bud Blake's up.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised, I'll be be interested to see if the person who files and ends up in the general election against Bud Blake, files under a party label. All
0: right, let me ask you this question. Sure. Do you think we need to have a a county charter? Yes, absolutely. I I agree with that. Yeah. But I don't think
1: I have, I have strict viewpoints. Though. Right, you want five? You want five county commissioners or yeah. five county council members? It wouldn't be a commission then anymore. Right, you'd need to bust it up and make it a legislative body, and then you want an appointed um, executive,
0: an appointed executive, and, not, and make makes all the races nonpartisan. Yeah, I think if you—that's uh, what I want. Oh, you, you read? You much read my stuff. I read
1: your all the time talking
0: about you and five thousand yeah and i go like this every single time i smack my head <laughs> how <laughs> can you say that talk <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about he said something so smart last week um <laughs> how, how can you never comment
1: because you don't have comments enabled on your blog i
0: have uh, email i get oh, a lot of comments true. from email yeah well i like leaving like regular like comments well you say if oh, you oh I, that's what i was time. going to talk about how hard is it to comment in on your blog on my blog or on the facebook no, not Facebook. On the blog? Yeah, on your yeah. Olympia time. I don't yeah, Olympia I, time. I yeah, I'll look I'll go. I got look. I got on there the other day and I had to say whether, whether I was a robot or not. Yeah. And then I had to click on which sign which had a sign which didn't have a sign and that kind of stuff to death.
1: No, of a spam prevention thing. Make sure because if you if
0: And you just, and then I got in the comments section and then mm-hmm. they wanted my they wanted my email address and all kinds of different stuff that I have just, oh, just, this is the pits. I just. Well, go. I do post, I usually post all the,
1: um, I post them all on Facebook and I know you can comment there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we, because we have comment on Facebook. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. That's where I come up with some of my ideas from Ken Ballsy comments. <laughs> 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 I'll
0: tell you what we're going to do now. What's that? I'm going to take the, Take the task of organizing you and I and Janine to get to start. Great to, to to start with. Okay, and we'll decide what we want to do it, and if we do what we want to do, and how we want to go about it. Okay, all that stuff. Can I invite what? some other
1: people too? Huh? Can I invite uh, some other people too, or do you just want to
0: be? Well, people? I was just thinking that that we invite those of us that that I I guess that I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that have a following. Okay. I mean, if you've got somebody else that you think should be there that has a following. Okay. Uh, you know, not just somebody just out there just doing it because they got nothing else to do. Well, you know Steve. Steve Sawmey. Steve Sawmey? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know Steve Sawmey. Okay. I know Steve Sawmey, but well, I don't guy? know him very well anymore. It's been like 25 or 30 years, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know Steve. Sure, bring Steve. He's a troublemaker, but bring him along. Okay. You know? and, we'll, and, and we'll set up the meeting and the time, and we'll take care of it. Great. Uh if you present to us this long, uh, <laughs> I don't, what else have you got to do with your life? <laughs> uh, my guest has been uh, Emma O'Connell, who is a uh, an Olympia blogger and a uh, political analyst of local politics. Thank you, Evan, for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, a cup, a cup, a cup, a cup. A cup. Boom.